Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Black Women Helen Podcast. We're doing something different today. We're in person. We are in person. Yes. <laughs> Why are we in person? Well, I officially moved back to LA. Yes, y'all. I want to hear the story. I feel like it's only right that you tell us the story. <sighs> the story of how I got here? Yes. Uh, okay, so, you know, Isaac originally did not want to move to LA. Isaac is my partner. But I've been manifesting me moving back, I feel like, because I've been talking about it over and over and over. And so things kind of align to where we got an opportunity to come out here for him to train at UCLA. And so we're here. And then some doors open for me to not pay rent. And so I love to mm. not pay rent in L.A., especially like mm. I miss home, too. <laughs> so, you know, all my coins are now going to eating good food, yeah. which is really sad because I ain't been working out. But uh, I will worry about that another day. But I am here. And so now you live seven minutes from me? Six. If we, you know, you she lives six, six minutes from me. And so <laughs> it's perfect because I've seen you twice this week, which is more oh. than, you know, before. Yeah, y'all, we get to just go to parks and just walk around. Yeah. Myra, she's a, in my opinion, you're an outside person, which I love. Um, she takes her child everywhere, like, Shyla gets to experience the world <laughs> and like to be a part of that now like I, I'm super happy like and I think it's helpful too because it's gonna get me out of the house because I be in the house y'all like she do because she <laughs> says she don't like to smell like outside I don't like to smell outside I don't know if y'all know about that terminology but growing up especially in Kentucky like you you will smell like outside okay like you go like even now even with even in LA like if you go outside and you walk even if it ain't too hot you out there for about an hour, you come in, yeah, you go smell like it's going to be a little <laughs> swift or something. I don't know who we want to call I don't know what we want to call it. Nature, if that's better yeah. for people. like, But I don't like it. Yeah. I like to feel fresh. And then once I get inside, I don't want to sit on nothing. I don't know if everybody feels like that, but like, I don't want to sit on my furniture. Of course, not my bed. So it's like, immediately I have to take a shower. But what if I want to keep my day going? You know, it's just, it just feels icky. So were you one of those, like, families where it was like, don't sit around in your outside clothes? <clears throat> like, when you came inside, it was like, you don't want to be in your outside clothes, like, on the bed and certain spots in the house? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You had, you had your outside clothes. So when you came in, you could change into that. So even, like, your shoes and stuff, usually you wouldn't wear your school shoes outside. Oh. You got your outside shoes. Because when you go outside, oh. it gets real. Right? You're going to get down. Okay. So you need to wear the shoes that you get down in, <laughs> not the okay. shoes you go to school in. <laughs> <laughs> that makes but, a lot of sense. Okay. Or even if you did wear your uniform, like, that's fine. But you for sure changing those shoes, I feel like, was more important. But, yeah. Or I'm just telling you, just thinking of, like, coming in the house and... You know, you'll hear somebody say, like, don't come in out, in out of my house smelling like the outside. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So yeah. I guess that's one of those little generation things that just stuck with me. But I want to work on it because I need to be outside more yes. in the nature. It feels so good. There's so many places to go. I know. Like, L.A. has so much to offer. So much. <clears throat> what was the park that we went to? Because I've never been there. What was it called? Ruben Ingold Park in Windsor Hills. Yeah, Ruben Ingold. It's a walking park. Predominantly black neighborhood. Everybody on this track be black. A lot so of nice. older black women that's going to compliment you and talk to you. That's yeah. what I love. And older black men, too, they're going to watch your back. So it feels it feels so good to be whole. If you feel this was good. not happening in San Diego. Black people out there look at you and just be like, <laughs> and I'd be like, 
They don't speak. But they here, speak. people are going to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. And how they over with the baby, too. They were yeah. so gracious to, to to the baby and just they help always them out. Are, yeah. yeah. Like, San Diego, for sure. I that would never, never happen. Get that. Yeah, they no. barely say hello. And if you yeah. say hello, they look at you like something's wrong with you. Exactly. And I'd be like, what's wrong with you? Let me go look in the mirror real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not us. It's them. <laughs> For real. Yeah. So today is a special episode. As usual, all the episodes are special. But it's just us two. We know y'all like that. So before we hop in, do we have a quote? You got a quote you're going to run by us? I don't. Uh. <laughs> I don't. We went through the quote <laughs> list. And so... I have not added to it. Um, and I'm not one of those people. I'm not a person who recites and remembers stuff. So, so then can I share something? You know you can. Okay. <laughs> so, Donika loves Ayana Von Zahn, And I have my... Mm, mm, I don't know. I, I don't hate her. I don't love her. I don't really have no real feelings. I just know when I watch her on TV, I'll be like, why is this making me feel some type of way? I don't know what type of way it makes me feel, but it makes me feel a way. But you always talk about her books. And so I got one of her books. I've had the book all my life because it was my mom's. I guess she bought it for herself. But she has daily devotionals. Mm -hmm. And they have really high reviews. Mm -hmm. And so Lauren London, even though Lauren London talks about a lot of different books, and I bought one book, and I was like, I can't really get into this. It was more textbook-like. Mm -hmm. I was like, she's talking about daily devotionals, and I kind of want to check that out and see you know, what she's talking about. When I tell you these devotionals be reading me the filth, but in the best ways, like I start my sessions with them now and my clients be like, I feel like this is written for me. So I got to look up the name and we'll put it in the show notes because I don't remember off the top of my head. Mm. Well, I gave this woman a chance and she actually is pretty good. I told you. I was running from her though because she, she scares me. I know it's 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 one of those where some of the stuff that she says is problematic, you yeah. know, and, and but I will say... You know, shout out to Yala because she always says that she's not a therapist. She always True. says, I'm not a therapist. So she will even refer people to therapy and say, you need therapy. She's a life coach. Life coaches, they just tell you all type of stuff, however they want it to come out, even True. if it's problematic or not. Okay. Like, she does that. And so yeah. when you listen to her, if you can't filter, I would say listen, to, listen with somebody who maybe can filter. Because if not, like, if I didn't know... If I probably wasn't a therapist, I think that it may be confusing some of the okay. stuff she says. Yeah. Um, the books, though, her books are phenomenal. Absolutely. I see. Yeah, the books are phenomenal. Oh. But, like, if you listen to her podcast or the show, I would say, like, be around people who can filter out, like, what's helpful and what's not. Because um, yeah. that's it. Because when I listen to her podcast, it'd be hilarious. She'd be saying stuff. I'd be like, why would you tell them that? And they'd be <laughs> like, yeah, okay, okay. I'm yeah. like... That don't even, that does not make <laughs> sense, you know? So it can be bad, but the good stuff is good. And she's been doing this for so long. Like, she's, she's yeah, Iyanla is, she's yeah. still, she's that lady. She's that woman. Shout out to Iyanla yeah. for sure. One of her um, passages, it talks about when we ask questions and we know the answer to learn how to not question yourself. I got to send you a picture Ooh. of it. But she really Hold broke on. down. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> when we ask questions that we know the answer, how we need to stop ourselves from doing that because the answer is within our question. And when I read that, I was like, huh? And then she like really Ooh. broke it down. I was like, that is so true. Oftentimes we do ask questions seeking a certain answer when we already know what the answer is. 
Yes. So learning to trust ourselves with that. And then another one I read the other day, she talked about how we're basically like all computer. This is an older book. So she talks about how like we're all computers and we have to make sure we keep our software updated, which means making sure that we are connected to whatever feels good spiritually. So if that's God, making sure you stay connected in that way because you'll continue to get, you know, your system updated. But if your system ain't updated, you can't receive nothing and your computer going to be outdated because you ain't updating yourself, right? Yes, that's a great It's making me think about, you know, those old computers where you had to have like the... uh like McAfee protection to mm-hmm. stay updated so you didn't get viruses. You and stuff had like to that. keep updating it like every yeah. 90 days or something like that. Yeah. yeah. She be spending some stuff. I'd be like, okay. That is a great analogy. Yeah. Be so good. That is good. Yeah. See, yeah. it's good stuff. It's great stuff. I'm happy I gave her a chance. I am too, because you'd be like, <laughs> and you're not the only one though. That's the thing. I'd be feeling so bad. I'd be like, dang, she has a really bad rep. But obviously, people but love the her reviews though. Reviews are excellent. Once I saw the reviews, like the book I got is like five stars, but this is like thousands and thousands of reviews so that would make me know like okay maybe i should check this out because that's excellent yeah i think it's contingent upon too even you saying you said your mom had a book that means her mom past you know generation like iyana has been doing this for a minute so the older generation her they have stuck by her i think that's what it is too Mm -hmm. but the young ones when you talk about y'all they be like yeah, cause she's scary. She is scary. <laughs> I'm trying. That's not on my watch. You know. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, that that right there was that your quote? That piece is that what you? I guess a good pretty quote, much resource both. Yeah, quote slash resource. Yeah. So thank you for that. You always have something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So today, we're just going off the top of the head. We don't have any questions because it's just us. Yes. Um, so I feel like, matter of fact, Myra, I feel like you you always have something. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> so today, we're going to talk about what it means to process. Because I keep getting these clients that come to me and they think that processing means we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to tell them stuff to do. And then they're going to come back and they're going to be healed. And so I literally had to ask my clients, most of them, because this has been coming up pretty consistently, what does it mean to process? Like, what does it mean for you specifically to process? Because for me, to process means I'm going to talk out loud. Mm. I'm going to honor what emotions come from it. And that's how I'm going to process. I'm not looking for any miracle to happen. I'm not looking for a change to happen overnight, but rather over time because I'm continuing to work through it. Mm. So today I wanted to talk about what does it mean to process and what does that look like for us? And what are even tips and tools that maybe we found to be helpful outside of the therapy room? Who? That's a hard one. I mean, it's just you giving your example, you know, because I'm thinking of like you're saying, I mean, it is, it's the piece of people coming in expecting to this healed piece that we've talked about, if you haven't. Yes, we have. You know, and people have been talking about it more of like, there's not an ending to it. So to think that you're going to come, we're going to talk and that it's just going to be done. It's already like, ooh. Um, So yeah, I think that is already deep, but in getting into this processing piece, I mean, in the word processing, look at me starting to... (laughs) Getting into the word, the I-N-G, continuing, going, that means it's a continuous process, right? right? There's no way that you should come in a th- one therapy session and think that you've processed, done, and it's over. Exactly. You know, maybe you, you're you starting the processing phase. Yeah. And so I think that's important to note. Um, 
And that, like Myra saying, it does look very different for different people. Because even in therapy, processing looks different in the session. And the therapy sessions look different with different people. So to think that it's going to be one way of like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I say these things out loud. And then my therapist or whoever tells me this. And then... I've processed And it. even as a therapist, I feel like on the other end, we're processing, right? Like, oh, my goodness. I yeah. was noticing, and I even said this to one of my clients, sometimes I feel like clients present to me all the issues I'm struggling with, and they just put it in my face. And now I'm having to talk you through it to help you process. Oh, and now yes. in the back end, I'm processing too, because now I'm yes. like, okay, I said this thing to you. I should be saying that thing to myself. I recommend this book to you. I ain't even read the book. I told you to do this thing. I told you to go put your feet in the grass every day to, you know, get connected to the earth and feel good. I ain't even went outside. So I feel (laughs) like, you know, there's, again, so many different ways to process. And as therapists, like, we're processing with our clients. And I'm noticing that's coming up so much because it's so in my face of, like, you dealing with that too, girl. Get it together. No, seriously. Always. So, like, in some senses, you're, like, double processing. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not unique in that when I'm in the therapy room, that's my only space to process. Hmm. When I sit and have conversations with you, I'm processing too because I'm filtering through to say that, yeah. what's we coming always, up, what's going on. We're always Right? Processing. Like, in so many different sections of your life, you are processing. That's why I keep pushing on my clients you're not going to come sit with me and we're going to process what you're thinking. We're going to sit here and talk about things in a certain way. I'm going to give you a formula and then you're going to go home and then you're going to come back. You'll be fine. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I wish that was how it was, though. <laughs> but you then know, we wouldn't have a job. <laughs> we still probably would have a job. Mm. People still want to... You still sometimes... You just want to support to still do that. Okay, you know what I'm true. saying? But I don't know. I think that, like... <sighs> I think it's good that even that people come into a session and even wanting to do that is a great start. But I think even helping our clients or ourselves like figure out different ways to process. So it's like you yeah. could go to, you know, the beach by yourself. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't need anybody to process with. That's the thing. Yeah. You could journal. You could listen to music. I think it's about the intentionality. Like yes. if you tell yourself I'm doing this to process, essentially processing. You know, with or without your therapist. So, um, how do you process? Um, Yeah, let's get a little deep. Like, how do I personally process? Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's so many different ways to do it, right? Like, but I feel like most recently it's about being open and honest. Like, I feel like having people who you who I feel I can be honest with I'm not gonna lie to like for you I feel like you know most of all my business like I don't care if you know how I look butt naked you know all the things right but for me that's processing because I know that you're not gonna be biased you're gonna challenge me and with you challenging me that's my next level of processing so for me I even broke it down to my client like mine's is layered I need to talk out loud I need to kind of hear back what I'm saying, but in a different way. So I know if, if anything I tell you, you're going to challenge me. You're never going to just be like, yeah, girl. You're going to be like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> Did you think about this? And I just like, oh, my God, I hate when you do that. But thank you for doing that so much because now I'm receiving what you're saying because I respect you. If you don't respect the person, you ain't going to receive it. I respect mm-hmm. you, so I receive it, and I take that in. And I'm like, okay, let me throw some more stuff at her because I'll be talking to you a lot. Throw a lot more at you. You give me more challenging questions, whatever. I sit with that. Then I go home and take that, journal it out, give myself a moment, 
see how I feel with this new information. How am I thinking about how I want to maneuver the next thing? Sometimes you'd be like, you should try this thing. And even that's a part of processing too, trying out a new thing because it's like, okay, what will this change? What mm -hmm. won't it change? How's that going to happen? Yeah. But then kind of coming back and doing it again and be like, okay, so I did it. And then this is what happened. <laughs> so it's ongoing. It's never going to be for boy. me. Yes. This is the end because I want to grow. You want to grow. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I like all those things. I think it's, as you was talking about it, I was processing. <laughs> <laughs> what I was thinking about is my processing is kind of the opposite. Okay. Where it's the, I do the journaling first. I kind of do and filter through myself. And then I start talking to people. Ah. And so what I realized, because I used to be one who, when something happened, I immediately wanted to talk to people. Like I, and I do, I grow and I learn from talking to people. Like I have to, like this, that's a part of my life. Uh, but I do think in certain situations, I've learned that sometimes you said it earlier with this quote, you already know yeah. the answer. Very true. So why do I need to even tell somebody or talk to somebody in process when I already know the answer? Sometimes it's like that. And so when I journal or I process by myself, I'll come up with it. And then sometimes though, when I journal and it feels like it's not, it needs some more deeper processing, then I feel like that's when I call my support people and I start talking. And I do, I feel like I have different people for for different things, you, you know should, what I'm saying, who should. provide different levels of support and different types of comfort. Um, I would say it's it's probably a nice little, you know, I know some people not to call. <laughs> like, eh, I'm not calling you about this one. <laughs> um, but I would say I have a nice little, yeah. I would say a little, little tribe. Yeah. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, I would say my sister, that's one of my best friends. Uh, Sandria for sure. Yes. You and see, your mama too. Not necessarily. I feel like you be calling her for stuff. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it your grandma? No. No. The see see those people I do call, but those are like after these layers uh, of the process, okay. layers to it. Yes. So let's say okay. that I've been like continue the process. I've talked to you, my sisters, Andrea, you know, other, I'm, I feel, I'm sorry if I'm missing other friends. I'm sorry, y'all. But okay. these are the people that come to mind right now. Um, like say I've done those things and I'm still, it's been weeks. And again, it's that continue, it doesn't stop. And say I am processing and stuff is happening. I'm trying to implement changes, but it's like, dang, I've been dealing with this for a minute. Yeah. Then I might tell my mama. Okay. Or I might tell my grandmother or like more the the outer support people who is like they're there, but they're not like those, you know, first yeah. people that I talk to. Okay. Uh, and that's because I at that point, I'm like, dang, I need an extra layer of processing. This so obviously it's not happening here. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, especially with my, my grandmother, like that, that type of um, that wisdom is just. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what's the word? It's out of, out of body. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it. But for my grandmother, yeah, she's that wisdom is absurd. My mom, <laughs> she gonna be like, uh, she's very much like, well, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> you know, like, all right, time to move on. All right, you know, she'll listen to the things you try. She might have some different things to add. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and from there, like, I can't think of that, the next even layer of processing, but I feel like I do it the opposite. But I do feel like I used to do it that way. Mm. And so I think even in that, talking about, like, the different realms and the different ways you, you gotta learn Gotta do what works for you. Because for me, I know I'm not yeah. going to challenge myself. 
And I'm honest with myself about that. So that's why I need to be challenged first so that I can have a moment to reflect. Because Isaac will tell me, like, you create your narrative and you live in that. And I know that for myself. If I see things (laughs) a certain way, I don't see it any other way. So I need to be challenged first so that way I can push myself to be like, "Mm, such and such pointed out X, Y, and Z thing. You need to think about that. Dang. Yeah. Hey, that's some real. (laughs) I think that's a good note to end on, y'all. I think that we should give y'all that to take and think about what it means for you to process, what you need for that to look like for you, and just how you're even sitting in that ongoing. Yeah. And being okay with it. Yeah. Being okay with that. Kind of like like the whole heal thing, that you're never healed. You're always going to be processing. And that's okay. Um, If it gets tiring, take a break. Because like what we're talking about, and I do sometimes. Yeah, you know, we have to, and I think me and Myra, especially, we go in and out of like the the very deep conversations, and we go into like the fun ones. Yeah. But if we just sat and we quote unquote process the whole I would time, not. Oof. it's draining. I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, it becomes you know? draining. So sometimes you do need to take a little step back. Maybe you tell a friend or somebody who y'all been processing for a while. Oh, you know, let's let's you know let's yeah. talk about something else real quick. Yes, because um, it's overwhelming. So, but. Yeah, I think this is a good topic, though. Thank you for bringing it up. Of course, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week and give us a rating.